Hey there, friends. It's a beautiful day, and I've got a question that I want to run by you. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you needed a helping hand, a shoulder to lean on, or just a kind word? Well, we all have, right? Today, we're diving into a powerful scripture that reminds us of the importance of lending a hand when our brothers and sisters in faith are in need. Welcome to My Bible Thoughts. I'm your host, Pastor Rich. Now, in the church that I serve in, we have a thriving single mom's ministry. Very often, these ladies have challenges that seem insurmountable. They often are raising multiple children by themselves with little help from the father or family. Add on the financial burden and the day-to-day moments where they just need some simple help. However, it's in moments like these that we truly discover the power of faith and community. The local church, in my opinion, is designed to help with these struggles. We should never just sit idly by. We help by embracing these families with love, not just in words, but in actions. How about helping with groceries, childcare, or a support system that she could lean on? It was the embodiment of Galatians 6, 9 through 10 in action. If this ministry is working correctly, then very often these women regain hope Life begins to change, and eventually, over time, they start giving back to the same community that had lifted them up. This story has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and it's a testament to the power of compassion and community in the face of adversity. We've all faced challenges, but it's how we respond to them that truly matters. So let's dive deep into the heart of today's message. Galatians 6, 9-10 through speaks volumes about the kind of life we should lead as followers of Christ. Listen to these words. So then, while we have opportunity, let's do good to all people, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. These words, my friends, are a call to action. They're a reminder that as Christians, we're often called to show love, kindness, and support to one another and to everyone in need. It's not just about doing good when it's convenient. It's about seizing every opportunity to make a positive impact. So let's break down these verses. Galatians 6.9 says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. This verse encourages perseverance in doing good deeds and acts of kindness. It reminds believers not to become discouraged or tired of helping others and make a positive impact. It suggests that there is a divine timing or due season for reaping the rewards of these good actions. I think the implication here is that God will reward those who continue to do good, even if they don't see immediate results. And then in the next verse, it says, So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. This verse expands on the idea presented in the previous verse. It encourages believers to take every opportunity to do good, not just to fellow Christians, but to everyone. However, it gives special emphasis that should be given to those who are part of the household of faith, which refers to the Christian community. In other words, while we should show kindness to all people, we have particular responsibility to support and care for our fellow believers. So overall, these verses teach us Christians about the importance of persistence in doing good. 
the promise of eventual rewards, and the significance of caring for the Christian community while also extending kindness to everyone. It's a call to live out one's faith through actions of love and compassion. Mother Teresa once said, Not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. So what are some practical steps? How do we live these verses out? Well, here's a few ideas. Imagine this in your own life. First, reach out to someone in need. Look for people in your community or church who may be going through a challenging time. You know, there's lots of illnesses, financial loss, uh, lots of difficulties. Take the initiative to reach out to them. Imagine there's a family in your church who recently experienced a loss. You could offer to prepare meals for them, run errands, or simply be there to listen and provide emotional support. Number two, acts of kindness. You've heard the saying, random acts of kindness, but regularly seek out opportunities to perform small acts of kindness to others. These acts don't have to be grand gestures, but can include helping with tasks or offering even a kind word. You could help your elderly neighbor by shoveling their driveway in the winter or mowing their lawn in the summer. Small actions like this show that you care and are willing to land a helping hand. Number three, embrace community. Recognize that you are part of a larger community, whether it's your church, neighborhood, or workplace. Embrace your role as a supportive member of this community. Join a group of volunteers and actively participate in initiatives like food drives, tutoring programs, or visiting nursing homes. These actions not only benefit those in need, but also strengthen the bonds within your church community. Number four, and finally, practice meekness and gentleness. Approach situations with humility and gentleness. Be understanding and patient when helping others, showing the love of Christ through your actions. You know, imagine a friend that is going through a difficult time and needs someone to talk to. Instead of offering unsolicited advice, listen with an open heart and provide emotional support and comfort. Your meekness and gentleness can be a source of strength for them. So remember, the key to applying these principles is to do so with a sincere heart and without expecting immediate rewards or recognitions. The practical applications of Galatians 6 emphasize the importance of living out your faith through tangible acts of love and kindness, both within your Christian community and the world at large. Now, let's take a moment to connect with our Heavenly Father in prayer. My dear friends, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we come before you with hearts full of gratitude and a desire to live out the message of Galatians 6. And we thank you for the incredible examples of love and compassion set by people like Mother Teresa. Lord, we pray for strength and wisdom to be a source of support for those in need, especially within our own church family. Let our words and action be a reflection of your love. As we read in Galatians, may we never become weary in doing good. Lord, I want to quote these words back to you as a testament to our commitment. So then, while we have opportunity, let's do good to all people, and especially those who are of the household of faith. Lord, help us live out the scripture daily. And it's in Jesus' holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Well, friends, it's been a truly inspiring journey today. The outgrowth of Christian maturity is evidence in how we treat others in the church. Our faith calls us to be a source of support and love, especially within our own church family. If you've been moved by today's message, 
I invite you to subscribe to My Bible Thoughts with Pastor Rich and share it with others who might benefit from these words of inspiration. Let's be a community that lives out Galatians 6, 9 through 10, and together we can make a difference in the lives of those in need. Until next time, keep the faith, my friends, and remember, the journey of faith is best walked together.